Hello everyone, welcome to the Char Shot Gamescast, where Justin burps all the time. So, <laughs> you know how and I Lo do. just laughs. I just laugh. Yeah, that's all he does is laugh. That's all I do. That's all. That's why I'm here. <laughs> <But> he contributes. <laughs> He's our laugh track. <laughs> Still better than Big Bang Theory. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know nice. about that. All right. Um, today we have. Justin, with uh-huh. wait, what what happened to your week this week? Oh, um, what happened to my week? It's a weird. Way I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't remember this week super well. Uh, so I'm just gonna kind of like focus on a few things later in the week because that's all I remember still. Um, gaming. I didn't play much. I jumped a little bit back into Final Fantasy XIII because I just wanted a brainless RPG to play while I caught up on some shows and stuff. Um, that mm-hmm. game is still mm-hmm. very brainless. Um, <laughs> it's just frustrating because, like, it plays itself, but you have to switch up your like your job or whatever it's called, the, the paradigm, um, so that the characters playing themselves, you know, in, in combat, like, use the right skills automatically. Mm-hmm. But there's some enemies that are just, like, such obnoxious bullet sponges, like the bosses, that mm-hmm. they knock you down like crazy while you're still trying to shift out jobs, paradigms, whatever. And so it's like with healing, for example, you go through the animation to switch over to the healer, medic, um, and then mm-hmm. you load up your cure spells and use them, and then they hit you again. Like, as soon as you switch back over to your actual, like, combat paradigm yeah. and it's, just, it's not fun no not so it's like yeah. it's usually not even worth it's doing but then fun. you're just sitting there with like one person chipping away at at an enemy and another one that can only use cure because that's the only thing you know <sighs> and then sometimes they just like with this one i had almost taken them out and then like i guess i wasn't paying enough attention to my health which was at maybe like 75 percent like plenty and it's just pop 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 dead I'm like, what? There's no way I could have prepared for that. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, it oh, takes geez. all the momentum to keep playing when something like that happens. Because you spend like 10 minutes on these on these mm-hmm. battles that aren't fun. Right. Maybe not 10 minutes, I'm exaggerating. But for the amount of time you actually spend playing the game, it's a long, it's a long combat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's see. I also... I finally um, tried out No Man's Sky. Uh, speaking of not fun, mm. <laughs> um, <it's, laughs> oh, you actually played it? I did. Um, oh. It's not like I, I make the joke that it's not fun. I think I need to jump in with someone or like a group of people or whatever, and like get shown the ropes because it really does feel like Minecraft in a lot of ways. Like you can, you know, you can break through the terrain mm-hmm. and kind of like find your way. Um, and, like, you get resources to build things, but it still feels like, even with all the additions and stuff, it feels very shallow. Because um, mm-hmm. it's not super clear what you need to build anything until, like, you already have the stuff for it. So you're just hoarding all the stuff mm-hmm. in your inventory in case you need to build something with it. Um, but you only have a very limited inventory. And it takes mm-hmm. forever to go anywhere. So you're stranded out in the middle of, you know, nowhere with all of this stuff that you don't need to do anything with, and you're trying to find the one resource you actually need to build the next thing for your next quest, and 
then you run out of space and have to, you know, weigh what's the most, like, least important thing to get rid of because mm-hmm. some of the stuff is worth a lot of money, but you're stuck on this planet for right now. So it's like, how much, how important is money? But you don't want to get rid <laughs> right, of it because it's right. <laughs> then when you can go sell stuff. So I feel like it needs a little bit more, like, resource management if it's going to be that heavy on, like, the ecosystem. Whereas Minecraft is just mm-hmm. building, so you don't have to worry about that stuff. Um, Not unless you play survival, which is the whole point. But At least for me, anyway. You still I always don't, like, survival. need money and like to buy things and shops and all that. Yeah, they have shops. Minecraft has updates. It has a lot of updates. Oh, okay. I don't remember there being shops or like a need for you know a lot of money and like selling items yeah. and stuff. They have villagers and they, they have shops and they sell enchantment stuff. Okay, fair. That's yeah. fine. But <laughs> the point is, there's just like, there's a lot there. And I just kind of like jumped in. I'm like, I assume there'll be a tutorial to kind of show me the ropes. And I guess there is. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not, <laughs> kind of. It's not a very intuitive one. It's just like, okay, make this mm. thing now to do th- this thing. And a lot of Once it you get like, your ship and you fly around, like it gets a lot easier. <clears throat> oh, I got my ship and I'm flying mm-hmm. around. But even oh. then, it's like it takes like five minutes to speed to the next place. And the, f- I thought that the ship, uh, like the actual flying around of the ship, would be a lot more interesting. Kind of like Elite Dangerous, where it's like, you know, people will get the whole rigs and like actually use that for accurate flight and stuff. I doubt anyone would do that with mm-hmm. this because it's kind of just hold the triggers to go fast and then point in the direction you want to go. That's that's flying. Mm-hmm. And then if a rock gets in your way, you shoot at it <laughs> and just go through the mm-hmm. hole. Um, and like it wouldn't be bad if it was quick, like kind of you know Star Fox style, where it's just everything is very close and all that. But, like it's realistic space flight. Where things can, like, if you just go normal speed, it'll take you, like, an hour of real time to go from planet to planet. So you have mm-hmm. to, like, engage your your boosters or whatever. And you can warp, but it uses, like, a resource um, that, like, you have to refill your engine with. And so then it just continues mm-hmm. that grind of having to, you know, hoard things in your inventory until you can put them into your ship and... Yeah, there's a lot of that. That's that's what that game is. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it is, it's just like a Minecraft where you just get resources to get more resources. There's no real end game to it. Mm-hmm. I, I like I said, I think I need people to kind of jump in with me and screw around in yeah. it, and I think that'd be more yeah. fun. But you know, it's it's definitely. I'm glad like I know what it is now. Um, but <laughs> I don't think I'd play it by myself. That's. It's kind of what I told you. Yeah, I realize that. <laughs> it's like I know you well enough where I'm just like, you'll find this really boring unless you have other people to play with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I assumed that, but I thought there would at least be a little bit more game there. <clears throat> um, and then finally, uh, today, <laughs> I reinstalled Borderlands 2 and uh, the pre-sequel. Because um, I thought I also had Borderlands 1, and I guess I don't. I mm-hmm. apparently haven't played that since the 360 days. So eventually I'll pick that up, maybe like <laughs> after the, you know, the 4K updates and stuff goes out. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I didn't see the point in spending 20 bucks on that when I could get, like, all of the DLC and everything for the other games for less than that. Oh, like, no. it seemed kind of silly. Um, <laughs> but, and they're getting, you know, 4K pack, uh, packages. I didn't realize that they added Duke Nukem to Borderlands. They did? I'm very just, yeah. I'm just looking at my Borderlands games and they added... Wait, really? Duke Nukem Forever, first access club code. I guess that's probably Duke Nukem Forever, like, demo or something, maybe? Still, it's disappointing Maybe. to see that under the Borderlands title. Weird. That's weird. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. So, I just kind of wanted to, like, remember what those games were. I'll jump back in, like, more seriously eventually. But, uh, Lo joined mm-hmm. me in some Borderlands 2, because it's the only one he has. And, uh, yeah, we got just, like, thrown into the middle of a mission. Like, I, I don't think it was the middle. I think it was the beginning. But it's, like, the mission was already active, and it was like, go do this thing. And I was like, I haven't played this game in like two years. What am I, what is this game? I don't, <laughs> and so it's like, we just walked out of a tunnel and there was enemies everywhere. And it's like, all right, got to learn how to play Borderlands again. They were pretty yeah. tough too. They like, weren't just like regular, like, oh, like shoot guys. It's just, they were, they like, they were like on top of us. Like the whole well, time. We were like level <laughs> pretty 27 crazy. or 28, something like that. So it's, you know. Yeah, somewhere around there. It's going to happen. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's still really fun. I definitely want to see, like, I wanted to see it now before the, the textures and stuff come out so that, like, next mm-hmm. week when the 4K uh, update drops, we can kind of compare. And so I think that'll be a lot of fun mm-hmm. um, to see what they do to it. Uh, but it really does hold up. I think you said that, Lo. That it, like, graphically, it holds up mm-hmm. pretty well. It just looks yeah. a little muddy. Yeah, yeah. But definitely. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's it's um like it's one of the things like that's one of the things I love about the game is the art style. It kind of it allows it to age. It allows it to age mm. as well as it did. It's just like if you get real if you get close enough and like like look at stuff, you know, you can see kind of where the cracks are and things like that. But, you know, other than that, but you know, yeah, it'll be interesting though. It'll be really interesting to see like just how much work they've done to it. Yeah, and I honestly I do want to get Borderlands 1 <laughs> cuz I want to see if they do more to one than they do to the other two. I do have one. It was kind of funny because you have two, the pre-sequel, and then I have one oh, and two. Okay. So the only overlap we have well, is two. So, <laughs> But I do have like – I have all the DLC yeah. and stuff now. So I kind of want to start both of those over. And then like I cool. said, with, with one, yeah. I'd have to start that over because I only had it on 360. Um, so mm-hmm. I – I don't know. Like there's no release date yet for Borderlands 3. But I feel like it needs to be like a – you know, just play through all three of them again. Before three comes out, yeah. that's confusing. Play through all three games before three comes out. What is this, Kingdom Hearts? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, we'll 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 continue on that in the future. Um, I'll probably mm-hmm. have to give updates since Lo's leaving us, but it's fine. Um, and finally, I have a little anecdote, like not gaming related, but work related. Um, hmm. So this week's actually been a lot of fun. I've gotten to do a lot of video stuff, which is cool. Um, but today was like 90% like video work at work, um, which, you know, mm-hmm. I could get used to. Totally fine. But, um, I, I was trying to rush to get this, uh, this like slideshow project edited because one of our managers is going on a trip next week and he's taking it with him to kind of like show off the stuff we do as a department. Ooh. Um, Cool. And he's not coming in Monday. He's going straight to this conference out of town. Um, so I was like, okay, I gotta get this, like, I gotta get this done before he leaves. So 
I finished editing it at like one thirty two somewhere in there. Um and go to export and I'm like, okay, I leave at four. Should be plenty of time, no problem. I hit export and it tracked at like four and a half hours for an eleven minute video. And no, I'm just like why? <laughs> uh, my laptop is not like I could feel the heat coming <laughs> off of it. Wow. It was really sad. Goodness. It's just a little baby laptop and they're letting me do like they should not probably be letting me do video on it, but they are. So I have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Usually the stuff I make is like yeah. a little over a minute. So I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. that. And even then it takes like half right. an hour to forty minutes. So I guess if you, you know, multiply that by eleven Yeah, that'd be <laughs> like four hours. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just left it. Like I couldn't use my computer while that was happening, so for like two hours I was just trying to figure out what else I could do that didn't need my computer. Um Goodness. And so, uh, we have a parking garage that's like a mile and a half or so away from work. Um, and mm-hmm. like it had been raining all day and I didn't know if I could close my laptop without killing the export. Uh, cause like it goes to sleep and I was really paranoid. So I was asking around and no one else knew either. Cause you know, most people edit on desktops while you wouldn't have to know that question. Um, uh-huh. so I ended up. Just deciding to move my car, like, over next to the building, like, right before I left. And then I just, like, walked my open laptop out to my car in, like, super gloomy weather. I'm like, gotta go, gotta go, hope hope it doesn't rain, hope it doesn't rain. And, like, bring my laptop home and let it finish the export so that I could put it online and send a link to the manager. Like, it's so sad, the things that you have to do sometimes to get the work done. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It finished at yeah. like 6.30, I think. So yeah, just about Ooh. four and a half hours. Jeez. Good thing I didn't have to fix anything after it was exported, right? <laughs> right. If there had been a problem, oh, that would have been so really bad. upsetting. Oof. Yeah. But yeah, that was my day. <laughs> um, Aside from that, really just business as usual. <laughs> Um, I haven't been in the best mood this week. Just something in the air with the season change. I'm not really sure what. Um, hmm. So the beginning of the week is kind of a blur. But, oh, uh, we did start doing, uh, like, one of those uh, meal prep kits. Uh, like the, you know, the delivery hmm. service things. Um, mm-hmm. This was, like, this past week was the first week of doing it. Um, I think we actually did our first meal before the last podcast. I don't remember if we talked about it. But, uh yeah, I, like, this is, you know, hashtag not an ad or whatever. I just want to talk about it because these meals have actually been really good. And they're not super expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's called Every Plate. Um, it's one of the cheaper ones. It's not like mm. the fancy Blue Apron or anything like that. It's it's some simpler recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the things are, like, kind of in little, little packages. Um, and the sides are quite a bit simpler, so I don't have to send as many, like, veggies and things like that. Uh but we've been super impressed with basically everything so far. There's only one thing that we didn't actually make, and that was like a zucchini, uh, like a fried zucchini side with the um, with the chicken we made on Wednesday, I think it was. And that's because like zucchini is mm. gross. Um, so like, there's one <laughs> meal that like you cook the zucchini in with everything, and like I put that in there because it's you know sometimes it like it's the flavor profile needs that stuff. But when it's just on its own mm-hmm. on the side, no, I'm not going to do that. I know exactly what that's going to taste like. 
<laughs> but yeah, there was, there was so far we've had like a um, there was like a honey chipotle chicken breast, which was super tender and mm. had a lot of flavor to it. Um, today mm. I made a, a Vietnamese uh, steak bowl, which was kind of like a, like an Asian infused, like you know, kind of more uh, like soy sauce and vinegar um, with mm-hmm. like this really juicy steak, uh, rice, um, cucumber, carrot, uh, garlic. And like a uh, sriracha mayo dressing, it was really Ooh, good. Yeah, nice. Um, and some of the stuff we've got coming up, there's like some. Uh, so I think they're also sriracha mayo uh, pork tacos. That sounds really good. There's like a, a burger thing. I can't remember what it is. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for what's coming up. Uh, and like I said, these. This really does feel like an ad, doesn't it? But these meals are only like five dollars <laughs> per person, and so like the main thing is like we have a oh, hard wow. time getting out to get groceries and stuff. It just kind of like it falls at the wayside when you know after work you come home, and on the weekends it's like let's work on the house and blah blah blah. Like we got to get all the stuff done, so we just kind of forget about groceries. Mm-hmm. So it's been a lot of like eating out junk food, you know, bringing home pizza on the way home from work, um, just like stopping at the grocery store to pick up something quick on the way home, like. Bad things, mm. basically, and it's made me feel really mm. crappy. So, for one, it's kind of nice to cook. Like, I get home, I put some music on, you know, I make like a 30 minute meal, and it's better than anything I would have made otherwise, because everything's there. Um, I've got the recipe card, like, super convenient. Um, so we probably won't, like, do it forever, uh, cause it does get expensive over time, I'll admit. But right now, it's just kind of convenient mm-hmm. to not have to worry about getting groceries, or as many groceries at least, because there's only three meals. Um, and it's building up the recipe cards, because like, it gives you all the things you need for it, and the instructions for how to do it. Like I said, none of it's that difficult. It's not like there's fancy ingredients or anything in there. It's a lot of, like, potatoes, uh, zucchini for some reason. They really like zucchini. Uh, garlic, mm-hmm. onion, like, you know, some kind of meat, and some different seasonings and stuff, like... All stuff you can get on your own. Um, it's just things that we probably wouldn't get that much of. So it's like when you can have one sent to you or like a little packet of something that you wouldn't normally carry. It's a lot more convenient, whereas I would probably just leave that out. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I've filled my obligatory 20 minutes of the show. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> But yeah, I, I just we made one of the you know the Vietnamese bowl tonight, and so it's kind of fresh in my mind because the kitchen still smells like food. <laughs> mm, food. I, I recommend them. Like it's, <laughs> it's one of the cheaper ones, and it's a good kind of starter meal kit, you know, to see how these all work. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hello. So um, I had an interesting week. Um, I actually ended up, um, it was from, it was my fiance's mom's mother's coworker's boyfriend. He needed some help. I know. Wow. (laughs) It was ridiculous coming out of my mouth. (laughs) So he needed some help with a job that he was doing. And I guess someone hired him to assemble this display for, um, this, uh, it's like a franchise sort of convention expo sort of thing. It was just a bunch of different like display booths and people were like, oh yeah, this is like the information on our franchise or whatever. So I get there and it was supposed to be a four hour job kind of thing, but it turns out like 
I thought it was just going to be like a simple, pretty simple display kind of thing, but it was like an actual like wall that we ended up kind of building. It was like a wall that was supposed to have like a like a big like forty inch TV like set into it. But the thing is, like the the TV that was supposed to ship with the display got lost somewhere in shipping. So it's Convenient. like okay, so yeah, right. So <clears throat> we ended up building this wall. We. <laughs> It again. I say it was supposed to be a four-hour job, but um, the the lady that hired us, she was really nice. But like at one point when we were like we were basically done, right? And then she was like, "Oh well, I think like this part is backwards or whatever." She thought that some part of it was like messed up or like we didn't put it together right. But we're like, "No, we double checked, we triple checked actually the instructions and all that because the instructions weren't very clear. It was just like it was like IKEA instructions, but with like way less like half maybe like half as much like actual text." to read so it's just mostly pictures and it's just like they, they even give you a thing that tells you how much hardware you need any of that kind of stuff but but anyways so we're like no no we checked everything is is good just like no i think i think i think you guys i think you put it together wrong like okay so we took it all apart only to realize well no we took it all apart then we put it back together only to realize that we had it right the first time so then we took everything back apart and put it back up, back, put it back together. So it ended up being like a seven hour thing. And I'm like, I mean, whatever. Like, you got I was, paid for seven hours, I was right? paid for it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't complain. So it was just like, whatever. I mean, like I was sore after because like it, because it was just, it was, it was really like, it was probably, we probably should have used at least two more people to help us assemble mm-hmm. this thing because at one point, because this thing's heavy because it's like the wall itself is just, it's like a metal, it's like a metal frame basically. So um, when he were, we were um, putting like the support feet on, like we had like, basically one of us like held it up while the other one like screwed on all like, the feet and whatever. So <laughs> we, uh, so I was the I was the lucky one, so I got to hold up the display. That thing was heavy, by the way. So I was holding it up, and then he realized he didn't have the hardware for it handy. He didn't have it like on hand. It got like moved or something like that. He's like, oh, hold on, let me go find it. So like. It's like good 10, 15 minutes of him just like looking for this hardware. And I'm just holding this wall. I'm like, well, I can't really just let this thing down. So whatever. I'm good. I'm just going to chill. And I just kind of like started like thinking about other stuff, just kind of keeping my brain preoccupied. <laughs> and it was funny because at one point he came up to me. He's like, sorry, I haven't found the hardware yet. Are you okay? Are you good? Then I'm just like, no, I can do this all day. <laughs> so, really, I was kind of hurting a little bit at that point. But shortly after that, he found, you the, he found it. We got <laughs> Right? <laughs> It's like I can do this all day, but seriously, hurry up. <laughs> um, but yeah, he found the hardware. He ended up getting put put um, together, <clears throat> so it ended up being fine. <clears throat> and then we went back a few days later just to take everything down, which took a fraction of the time because it was literally just take it apart, put it back in the box. Okay, we're done. Thanks, bye. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, another cool thing that happened this week was I actually I don't know if I mentioned on the show, but um, I had an interview. A job interview with Private Division, which is the sister company of 2K, um, 2K Games, 2K Vegas specifically. And uh, yeah, they offered me a job doing QA. So I accepted because, hey, steady paycheck. I've been doing the, uh, the <laughs> I've just been, uh, I've been hustling pretty hard, uh, just kind of with the uh, independent contracting freelance stuff. Hard. So it's, it was, it was kind of nice. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're in you know how it I get is. It. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You you know, you know. Got to got to get it how you can, right? <clears throat> but um, but yeah, steady paycheck sounds good. So I am accepting the position. I already accepted it, but unfortunately, in their policy, it says uh, <clears throat> it's in their policy that I am not able to do 
game-related content. So it is, it's kind of a bittersweet thing because I won't be able to you know talk games with you guys every week. But hopefully we'll be able to do something else, maybe ramp up the movie stuff, maybe like talk movies every week. That could be fun too. You know, maybe do like a, I don't know, like a movie club or something where we watch a movie, talk about it at the end of the week. We've never, we've so, never we'll done do that something. before. Yeah. Maybe no, some no, kind never. of other weekly podcast <laughs> where we do like, you know, movie and TV news and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a good idea. We should yeah. do something like that. But anyways. <laughs> I'd be cool to bring it back if I don't have to All edit the, it. I just got tired of editing it. Oh, the possibilities. Oh, the possibilities. I'll edit it. Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, I have been watching just in that on that uh, kind of note. I have been watching more like videos and things like that. Normally, it's funny because normally when Tanya gets home from work, she'll just be like, "Oh, what do you want to watch?" I'm like, "I don't know," and then she'll just like cruise through like the queue for like a good five minutes, and then she'll just put on reruns of The Office. So that's usually what we end up doing. But <laughs> nice. we've been we've been actively trying to watch new stuff. So we watched Umbrella Academy. Uh, I think we need to rewatch it because I don't think – because she has this thing where she'll like – we'll get through an episode and a half. Like specifically, it's one episode and then halfway through the second episode, she's asleep. <laughs> and so like here I am. I'm like, do I keep watching this because shit just got good <laughs> or do I like – I don't know. Sometimes I'll like stop because I'm like, OK, I'm kind of sleepy too. But other times, sometimes I'll just like watch two, three, four episodes. It's just like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she'll have to rewatch it at any point at some point anyways. So um, – but – but yeah, so Umbrella Academy, really good, really good uh, show, really cool series. Um, I really like it, <laughs> which is funny because uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of like uh, time travel and stuff like that and flashbacks and things. Normally stuff that like would irritate me if there was like as much of it as there is in this show. But like, I don't know, it, it all works somehow and it's great and I love it. So yeah. it's a uh, yeah, it's really cool. I'm looking forward to the next season because like that, whew, that finale, mm-hmm. man, it was like... <laughs> Ooh, it was a good one. It was really yeah, good. Yeah, that's but, a show um, that you can't do anything other than watch it. Because I tried doing like some other right. stuff while having it on, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going mm-hmm. on. I need to like actually sit down and watch this show. Yeah, you yeah. need to have like undivided attention when you watch because a lot of th- a lot, there's a lot going. Yeah, on. but yeah. like it's like as long as you're paying attention, it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's been fun. Um, oh, um, I did I. This was like maybe like a week or two ago, but I did finish the Dragon Prince. Unfortunately, I'm sad now because <laughs> there's no more of it. I love that show. Season it's two, awesome. It reminds me of it. Just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished I season, two. season two. So, yeah, um, I'm kind of behind on stuff again. So many shows keep coming. Oh, out. okay, okay. I know, right? That's like part of the problem. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> start watching stuff. It's like oh, look at yeah. all this cool stuff to watch. So we're almost done with the packed. Oh, that's another one I need to start. I heard that one was really good too. Uh, I just said April's going to be very packed because you have oh, yeah, uh, Endgame mm. and then you have Game of Thrones and also American Gods still going right, right now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Lots of cool stuff to watch. And then Good Omens in, cool. in May. Oh, we get Tick in April also. Mm. Season 2 of The Tick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, man. What's yeah. going on? Holy crap. <laughs> and this weekend, Santa Clarita Diet just dropped. Like, I can't keep up. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. But yeah. <clears throat> so aside from that stuff, uh, like, wait, actually, what else? I think that's pretty much it as far as like stuff that we've watched. But as far as like games, I actually started. <clears throat> I started playing Max Payne three because I was going <laughs> through my library and I'm like, 
Oh yeah, I have this game. Huh? What's it stole? Let's give it oh, a yeah, shot. Oh yeah, 2K Why not? published this. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it was a. a Rockstar. Oh, Rockstar. Yeah. Well, 2K, Rockstar, same thing. Take two. Take two. Oh, it's take two. Fuck. The umbrella. The umbrella. The umbrella. <laughs> or the parent company, whatever the hell you call it. Anyways, just keep going. Yeah, up so the I chain, started playing man. that. So I guess yeah. Private Division of um, Max Payne Four. Got it. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for the leak, slow breaking scoops. Uh, no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that game's fun. It's it's challenging, and it's like it's almost like they really want you to rely on that bullet time because it's almost like when I don't use it, I just die. <laughs> but it's fine. It's cool. Um. The uh, the slow motion dodging and stuff, it's all neat. I I played Max Payne uh, one the first one like way back in the day. Yeah. Like back in the day of the original Xbox, I think it was on when I played it. I played it. that shit on the I, I had a buddy. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, um I always knew it was like a really good series and um I heard three was really good too. So yeah, I started playing through the I like story. Three, three was pretty cool. It was way different than the other two games, so there's a lot of cutscenes. Yeah. Like I noticed. Like I noticed. I think I feel like some. A lot of them are like load points though, because like halfway through it'll be like, you can skip this. By the way, I'm like, oh okay. But that's it's been like, why where, where were you like a minute ago? <laughs> but anyways, it's it's fine. Like it's it's a good way to hide the the load points though with like the cinematics. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. Like if you like go to replay the game or something like that, you have to like sit through the cutscenes. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, it's a fun game. It's a cool game. I like the mechanics. It's Pretty much same. In, it well, it is the same engine as uh, 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 GTA. So I remember you got the cover system looking, and all that. Yeah, I remember it looking time. pretty good too. It looks really good, especially. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't remember exactly when it came out, but like it's. It still looks great. And that it came out on well the too. 360 era, didn't it? Did it? Pretty sure. Probably. Pretty sure. Probably. <laughs> like 2000. You're probably like 2010, right. 2010, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Yeah, like 2010, 2011. I thought I remembered it on PS2, sure. but that might have been no, another Max not, Payne game. Not, yeah, that's two. Not, not three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was probably one. Then and yeah, two. you're definitely right. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool game though. Um, yeah, it's fun. I like the like the mechanics and things. It's challenging, nice and challenging. There's um, some pretty cool Easter eggs so in there. Fun. Like my favorite part of that game that I remember the most, anyways, is that when you're going up to the the building in the final final area there's a piano mm-hmm. there and you could go up to the piano and start playing the theme from max Payne. Pretty, <laughs> oh yeah. nice it's like my favorite That's awesome. thing about it. <laughs> one thing about the that game i forgot like cause, well max Payne is a series it's pretty sad you know because yeah. it's just so it's just it's it's just kind of crazy because like i'll go through like this level and stuff like that then we'll just like cut to him just like drinking heavily and just like trying to forget his yeah it's like uh, like, no, i'm like no oh R max thing. It's oh, a, it's all about feeling Max Payne. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I see what you did. I see what you did. And nice. that's why he takes nice. the painkillers to hide the the pain. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've been playing Max Payne 3. That's been fun. Um I also just to scratch my uh, horde mode itch, I uh jumped into Warhammer uh 40k Space Marine. Huh. Gosh, that game is fun. It's just fun to like just chop through orcs and just waves and waves of them. It's they have a pretty challenging horde mode too. Was that it's, the uh, uh, third person like, shooter? Yeah, okay. it was a third. It was a pretty solid uh, shooter too. Yeah. I mean, like it was kind of a product of the time, whereas like the a lot of the textures are like brown and green. I always wanted like, to play that, but I just never got around gray. to it. 
it's a pretty fun game. It's fun. Like if if it's ever on sale, I say pick it up. Like um, I, I just play it mostly for the horde mode. The the, the story mode's pretty cool too. I mean, it's just it's pretty much the same thing as you're just killing a bunch of orcs and stuff. And the graphics are pretty good. Performance is good. And there, it's actually it's it's weird. It's like part shooter, like part hack and slash too, because you have like all the weapons, like the chainsaw yeah. swords and the your fatalities, your executions you can do. And it's uh, it's interesting because it's like the you the only way to regain life when you're playing the story mode, anyways, is to do these executions, and it's just which relies on the melee combat. So it's like, you know, you got to like kind of balance the shooting and the melee combat. So it's it's pretty fun. It's a fun game. <clears throat> So, um, yeah, other than that, in addition to checking out, uh, hopping back into Borderlands 2 with Justin, I also um, hopped into the first Borderlands last night just to just to see how, how things were. I mean, like, visually, the games, the two games aren't that different. I feel like Borderlands 2, like, it definitely runs a little bit smoother, like, more color saturation, maybe a little bit higher resolution textures and things like that. But for the most part, they're, you know, they were developed on the same engine, Unreal 3, but... Um, there's just a lot of like quality of life stuff. Like for example, that mini map, <laughs> there's there's none. So it's just like if, unless you know where you are, it's just like where the fuck am I? <laughs> then you check the map, and then I remember because it, it as soon as I hopped back into the game, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this shit. Because I remember playing it back in the day on um, uh, 360, and I was yeah. like, why do I have to keep checking the damn map so much? Like why can't they just have it right there on the screen? I remember like that was my first complaint about that game, but um. <clears throat> But yeah, other than that, it's a fun shooter. It's a fun game. You know, they mixed. The, they was like you know the, the RPG, the looter shooter. I bet that. It's, I it's bet cool that little... intro still holds up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I listened to that. I listened to that, uh, to that, I like song, that song religiously when that came out. <laughs> that game. It's stuck in my head all over again now that I started playing it again. But <laughs> I can't think of what it is. But if you but... probably did like three words, I would know it. Money don't grow on trees. <laughs> Got bills to pay. I've got mouths to feed. <laughs> okay, I still can't think of the rest of it, but I know. Yeah, I, I know it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forget what the name of the the cage the, the elephant was. It was something. Uh, yeah, I knew it was elephant. I knew it was something <laughs> elephant. <laughs> First, I was like, restless elephant. Is that what it no. was? No, that's not it. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing. Um, just Borderlands hype, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fun fun series that game. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, all right. So most of my week this week has just been uh, Destiny and uh, Division Two. Um, nice. It's really different playing with three people in Division 2, because it, when it's just me and my dad, yeah. we, we have each other's backs, but when, when we have the third person with us, it's like, uh, we can actually like come up with tactics and do things with, like a real cohesive mm-hmm. unit. It's kind of fun. Um, but I actually played a different game, because I figured, hey, wh- let's, no. I need to talk about something on the podcast. So, no <laughs> so I went back and I played some God of War. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, I played a bunch of that over the weekend. And uh, I got to the point where I had to fight a dragon. And apparently no one's like ever fought a dragon or killed a dragon in like thousands of years or whatever. And the fucking like boss fight for that dragon is awesome. I don't know if Justin's gotten to that point yet or not. <laughs> I have or not. If passed that. No? But you already okay. spoiled it for me in the chat, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah, you should. Uh, yeah, you should keep playing that game, Joe. I know. Because... I need to 
The problem is the last time I booted it up, it was like a lot of the side quest stuff, like Niflheim yeah. and whatever else. Yeah. And so like mm-hmm. I kept wanting to do that stuff. But I don't like that stuff. And so I was like, I need to just mainline the game. Now. You know? Yeah, just mainline the game. Mm. Yeah. I I'm at the point where there's like a bunch of ghosts that are giving me quests, and I'm like, all right, I'll I'll do this because there's a bunch of like ambient dialogue that occurs, and it gives you the history of like the world. Mm. So I'm like, all right, I might as well like do these side quests while I learn about this world and everything. But yeah, the dragon, the uh, the boss fight for the dragon was pretty amazing, and it's one of my favorite things from uh, last year in gaming. Is it better than the giant? Um, the snow giant. I want to say yes. But I don't remember the snow giant. What? It was so good. You have to like scale him <laughs> and like attack different parts as you go. Okay. And you like use the environment to like knock things out of the way and smack into him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. It's really yeah, good. Yeah. It's like a level basically, but it's a boss fight. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's probably the same tier, but the, like just the scale of the boss fight with the dragon is pretty sweet. Mm. Nice. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, uh, the one thing I don't like about that game, though, is that the skill trees kind of don't mean anything. Yeah. Like the, uh, and you max like, them out feel... super early. Like, I think I'm done. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's they, don't, they feel like they don't mean anything. Like, they, there's, like, a bunch of, like, I can't even describe what the skills are. Uh, the most notable one that I bought was the, or I leveled up, was that... The, the kid would like do an extra damage if you uppercut a guy. I'm like, okay, that's oh, sure. So it's kind of like passive. Oh, the kid <laughs> stuff is actually really strong. I like his a lot. Yeah, yeah, Kratos is Kratos. Kratos possessive though. Kratos is I'm lost. Um, his <laughs> skills are mostly just like combo finishers. There's nothing there. And there's only like one real combo finisher. Yeah. It's uh it's just R one three times and then R two. Uh but yeah, like that kind of stuff doesn't really mean a whole lot. The real the real skills for him is like the new um abilities, like uh like throwing your axe out and then having it do like a whirlwind thing to enemies and like doing a slash that sends a shockwave and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh th- that's like the actual real skills that you actually wanna level up and use. Um, yeah, I need to play some more of that because there's some weird shit going on right now, and I want to know what the hell's happening. <laughs> you gotta be close uh, to beating uh, it because I thought I was close to no. beating it. You're further than me. I feel like I'm not close. I feel like I'm maybe a fourth of the way. No way. Hmm. <laughs> I have no idea how long this game is. Like, I feel like it's a very long game, but I feel like I'm just about to start my like real adventure this time. It's supposed to be, like, 20 to 30 hours, but I assumed that was with, like, all of the content. Okay. And I've spent probably 10 to 15 hours in the story. Then maybe I'm halfway, then. I don't know. I mean, I spent a long time, like, just dooting around on the uh, on, on the sea, like, doing a lot of the side quest stuff at first. Yeah. Which is yeah. probably why I've maxed out all the skill trees. Um, <laughs> but now I kind of just want to mainline it and get it done. Because I've already had some of the story stuff spoiled for me, and um, yeah, so did I. Yeah, but like the the Jotunheim was supposed to be like the the pinnacle, like the thing you're reaching for, and so now I'm not really sure what is like. I assume you go. Did there. you get to the top? Did you get to the top of the mountain? Yeah. 
Okay, so then, no, you, you did fight the dragon. What? You just don't remember it then. In order to get to the top of the mountain, you have to fight the dragon. When is the dragon then? It's, like, just before you get to the top. Oh, yeah. No, I did fight a dragon. Yeah, it was a badass dragon fight. It was, okay. I didn't, some of the, oh, like, some of the stuff here like I do bother me. Um, it was a little <laughs> tedious, but, no, it, it was, was, the scale was cool. Simple. Yeah, for sure. And, like, the, you know, taking out the tooth and all. But, yeah. I thought you were talking about, like, the sea serpent. No, no, that's not a dragon. Well, that's what I was confused. So I was like, don't tell me that. I like that guy. I don't want to kill him. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, okay. sea serpent is not a dragon. Uh, he'd be like a worm, which is a type of dragon. It's a, ser- it's it's a, a serpent. There. It's sea serpent. Like, the world serpent is right in the name. Okay. I play D&D, so I know the types of dragons. Oh, my You God. can just check your privilege, all right? <laughs> That's fine. You can win this nerd battle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Try to step to me on dragon knowledge, please. Uh, yeah, I want to play some more of that. It's pretty cool. Um, what else? I might be further than you, then. I, don't, I won't say anything else. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, so that was pretty cool. I, yeah, I haven't played anything else. It's, I'm getting to that point in my life where I don't play anything other than one or two games. <laughs> so, games of service. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, move on to the, some news stuff then. Mm, okay, there was lots of news this week because packs happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I'm just gonna go in order of the tabs that I have open. Makes it more <laughs> fun to try to connect them. Uh, <laughs> so I actually saw this news story today. Is Valve teases a VR headset called the Index? Uh, Valve has long been said to be working on its own <clears throat> VR headset which the company has not been particularly secretive about. Half-Life developer has been openly hired a virtual reality hardware team to put out their own headset and rely less on the HTC Vive as their primary partner for VR. Now, thanks to a teaser image, it looks like Valve is getting to announce their own headset within the next two months. Uh, The teaser page is for a headset which has the words Valve Index emblazoned (laughs) on the plastic shell, revealing... At least the name for the very few other details. The shape matches prototype images received upon Upload VR last year, which at the time boasted a fairly large field of view relative to competitors of Vive and Rift. And it kind of looks like there's a field of view. Yeah, I would, that's it. what I thought that was too. Yeah. And there's two cameras on the outside, looks like, for probably tracking. Possibly. So you posted this story, and I guess I didn't realize that the HTC Vive isn't their headset. I was like, no. oh, a new Valve headset. But it's their first headset then, right? Yeah, it's the first headset that they've made. Uh, the HTC Vive is obviously made by HTC, but it's just, you know, Valve hired them to make that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a bunch of uh, VR news. Like, there was the, the other thing with uh, Oculus, with um, their new headset that can attach to computers that's inside-out tracking, kind of like their phone thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> if you're Everything in is the VR. Yeah. 
they're, they're getting to the point where the stuff is going to be wireless and you won't have to have lanterns and stuff hanging up. Yeah. Lanterns? The, the vibe. You have to, like, hang lights and stuff for the room skill VR. That's stupid. Hmm. Yeah, I think putting uh, the cameras on there and letting it just track in front of you is going to be a lot better. Um, but at the end of the day, we're not going to... Like, VR is never going to be the thing that becomes the thing. Like, my brother and I were talking about this over the weekend. Because um, he was watch he was showing me a new episode of The Orville where, uh, like, a guy falls in love with, like, a simulation, basically. Um, mm-hmm. And... The idea is going to be that this is just kind of the precursor to, like, Holodex. <laughs> so, like, AR is going to be where mm. it's at. You know, like, once they figure out how to mm-hmm. uh, simulate the virtual world and, like, create these spaces that you can interact in, they're going to figure out how to bring those worlds outside to us. So this is really mm-hmm. just building those worlds. And this is the only way we can make it happen right now. Uh, so from Valve to Bethesda, Bethesda will not discuss the Elder Scrolls 6 or Starfield at E3 2019. So don't ask. So what are they going to present? I guess, uh, Doom. Doom Eternal is going to be there at least. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Um, <laughs> is that all they have? Think- That's all that I can think of right now. Nice. That's the only game that I'm interested in. Hmm. Um, I'm sure they'll have something new. Mm-hmm. Some surprise. Which is interesting that the Starfield's not going to be there because that was going to be their next big thing. Was that game? Yeah, surprise is not going to be anything on Starfield at least. Because um, that's got to come in the next two years, know. right? If Elder Scrolls Six is like probably four or five years out, Starfield's going to come before that. Yeah, yeah. So to not even so. like mention yeah. it is weird, right? But the other part of this story that Ooh. I enjoy. Was Skyrim Grandma? Yeah. Do you guys know what Skyrim Grandma is? Or who Skyrim Grandma is? I have not yeah, heard about surely. this until today. How? Oh my gosh. It's the most delightful thing Yeah, she's thing so on the wholesome. Internet, and it's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you want to explain what it is? Yeah. Who? Or, yeah, she is yeah. not a what. She's a human <laughs> being with feelings and thoughts and probably grandchildren. Um, so... <laughs> Skyrim Grandma, also known as Shirley Curry, which is a fantastic name. Um, it is. Is a... Basically, she's a Skyrim YouTuber. Um, so she started just kind of uploading videos of herself playing Skyrim because it's just something she does. She loves the game. Um, and if I remember correctly, it was like it was a way to connect with her children, grandchildren, something like that. Um, over like mm-hmm. a shared love of video games and things like that. Because they didn't live nearby, so, like, she could, you know, give out these videos and, like, they could kind of bond over the game. Um, Mm -hmm. And she got super into it and became, like, kind of a big name. Like, you know, known in the community, at least. She's not, like, verified or anything. But, you know, she's (laughs) done well for herself. Um, And so everyone was kind of petitioning to get her in the next Elder Scrolls game. Because, I mean, she's not going to live forever, like... She seems fairly spry for her age, but I don't know if she'll even live to see the release of, you know, the next Elder Scrolls game. Um, so Todd Howard and his uh, infinite generosity um, and, you know, Skyrim money um, <laughs> brought her out to the Bethesda Studios 
and put her into the new game. So we have yet to see any actual footage from the new, you know, Elder Scrolls game. But they did show off, like, some off-screen, like, on-the-computer footage of them uh, mapping her motion capture onto the character <laughs> model for her NPC. Which, so cool. <laughs> yeah, she actually got to go out to the studios and do the motion capture for this NPC, do the voice lines, all of it. Um, and so she's cool. going to be immortalized in this game, you know, the sequel to this game that that's she loves. Awesome. <clears throat> and that's just precious. Like, there's so many bad things in the world. Sometimes you just need these nice, fun stories of, like, you know, people that matter being eternalized forever. Like, there was the stuff mm-hmm. about, like, Robin Williams and, um, in WoW and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. There's rumors that there was a character in Breath of the Wild that was based on him. Like, uh, hmm. Leroy Jenkins, I think, is in in WoW somewhere. I don't remember. There's a lot of those stories. I don't remember all of them. But this one is especially wholesome. So, good on you, Todd Howard, for putting yeah. some of that dirty money to, to good use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, know, I remember there was a, another time in the Skyrim, I believe. There was a... I forget his last name, um, so I apologize. But his name was his first name was Eric, and he was like really, really big into Elder Scrolls. So like he knew like just about everything. So <clears throat> unfortunately, he ended up um, dying mm. of cancer. But uh, before that, he actually visited Bethesda headquarters, and I guess he impressed them so much with his knowledge mm. of the series. They actually made him a character. He's an NPC in Skyrim. It's his name is Eric the Slayer. I'm pretty sure. He doesn't look unique or anything like that, but like he he's like a character, and he's based on this gentleman by the name of Eric. So it's really cool mm-hmm. just to see that they're like keeping that sort of stuff going. Yeah, I like that. Very and who cool. knows if she'll even be important? She might just be a random person in town, but everyone's gonna know, right? I mean, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so yeah, one wholesome story to another. Borderlands Three is out. Or not out. Uh, uh, the trailer, <laughs> trailer came out. Surprise. <laughs> Here it is. Yep. Exclusive. Sorry for the wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, Borderlands. Borderlands 3 news is yes, out. Yes, news uh, trailer. First look. Yes. And uh, people are divisive. Over, they'll have over 1 billion they are. guns in it. And a gun that with legs. That yes, walks. at least one of those billion guns will walk. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I have a feeling that's probably like a class ability for a, a character we haven't seen yet. Possibly. But probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it looks good. Like, I like that they kind of played to the, mm-hmm. you know, old characters are back. Even, like, ones from Tales of the mm-hmm. Borderlands, which I didn't think was canon. Um, So it really does make this feel like a shared universe. Because I haven't beaten any of them. Like, I've probably put the most time into Borderlands 2, uh, mm-hmm. but this is, like, a very dense shared universe. Yeah. So, I can't, that's why I kind of want to play through all of them again before 3 comes out, mm-hmm. just to, like, understand the story better. Because it's always, like, I'll play with friends and we're just screwing around, like, oh, what's all this story? Like, I just want more guns. Um, so, I really want to, <laughs> like, at least, you know, look up some videos of, like, the actual story. And then go into Borderlands mm-hmm. 3 and just, like, play the game. Like, play it legit. Um, yeah. Because I feel like there's yeah. a really cool story in there that I've missed out on. The end of Borderlands 1 yeah. is pretty cool. It's uh, You actually unlock the vault, right? In uh, Yeah, right. in the first one. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
And you get to see what's on the other side of the vault, and it's fucked up. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I won't spoil Borderlands it for you. Borderlands 1 didn't have so. as much story. It didn't have as much, no, but like no. that was basically the main thing. It's like, get to the vault, mm-hmm. open yeah, the vault, like, yeah. and then just whatever happens in between. Borderlands 2 has more of like yeah. a... More of like a narrative, I guess, with Handsome Jack and the Hyperion Corporation, all yep, that kind yep. of stuff. But, um, but yeah, yeah. So the trailer looks good. I mean, um, the actual presentation, I <laughs> guess, it didn't go so hot. <laughs> so I watched. I just ended up watching it on YouTube. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it looks like a freaking Borderlands game, and some of these environments look pretty neat. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I'm hoping like because there was one. It was like they were running. The character was running towards like a like a like a. Um, cyberpunk-esque looking sort of backdrop and I'm like I hope you can run through those buildings I hope that's not a sky oh. like don't tease me don't tease me like that there was just there was just all these cool looking locations I want to be able to like run through them and shoot stuff yeah. like while I'm in like all of that so I'm hoping like that's like a, like they're showing us hey you can go over there Cause not just hey look at this cool backdrop we made you know like yeah <laughs> that, that was really kind of the thing that intrigued me most about this game is I feel like it's going to have some scale because they, at multiple times, so. they said, explore the worlds. Like, there's yeah. going to be some, mm-hmm. like, you're jumping around places. And, like, a lot of different vistas they showed off and things like that. So, yeah. there's more to this game, I think, than what we're expecting a Borderlands game to be. I've heard that there's right. at least four worlds. Like, that's the number that I saw, like, jumping around. Hmm. It was, like, four to three or something like that, worlds. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming they'll have DLC worlds yeah. too. That they'll yes, add somewhere between four and three worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps three and a half. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah um, Unreal Engine Four is looking good. I mean, it's, it's looking like a more polished Borderlands game, and I, I just love this style. I just love that art style and everything like that, and just mm-hmm. the characters. So yeah, this should be cool. I'm hoping the the guns are just as unique and interesting as they have been because i mean they're you know they're they're, they're uh, bra- that's one of the big things they're bragging about is how how darn many there are of them so yeah, yeah it should be a fun time yeah, the one thing the i'll end say of, uh... is this doesn't seem to look as good as i would expect like a current gen borderlands to look it looks very much like mm. a nicer version of what we got before which is why I'm, like, I'm okay with like the mm. 4k packs and stuff coming to the old games because i feel like it's just going to make mm-hmm. it look like this like, that's not bad, yeah. but I kind of wanted a little bit more, like something, something It looks more like updated. what I remember it looking. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I, I yeah. haven't come back to those games in so long, but like, I don't want to go back because I think it'll just be like really muddy textures. It's like. really not bad. Two is fine. Uh, Two yeah. is fine. Um, one, one is a little, uh, <laughs> maybe wait for the remaster of one. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm assuming since they're on the new Unreal Engine, they're probably just going to like show off all like the cool post-processing and stuff yeah. like that, and just like how I remember during the tech demo, they were they were showing off how light like passes through like a tent or something like that, and you can see the shadows mm. of the people on the other side. It was just all this cool fancy stuff. So I'm thinking that's kind of where they're just they're where they're going to like flex a lot of the engine's power because because um, I mean the art style is the art style. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what more you can do to it other than like having like. You know, character models with higher polygon counts or something yeah. like that, but I don't know. <clears throat> um, yeah, so the end of Borderlands 2, like, it makes sense that there's a whole lot of other planets. And uh, I hope, it. like, <laughs> I hope that, like, each planet has, like, a raid or something to it because uh, <clears throat> of what happened at the end of Borderlands 2. Yeah, I could see more uh, of a games of service type thing here. 
yeah, like you, like no doubt, there's like the destiny parallels to it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like it needs to have like a whole lot of uh, like clan management and you know raids and like stuff that keeps you coming back and getting more loot. Like mm-hmm. I want to have unique exotics. Yeah. Like I know the whole thing is that it's all randomly generated guns, but I kind of wanted like mm-hmm. a gun with a story. Like I, I talked about that way before. Like I wanted to have something. There are a few guns like that in two. Yeah. There's not very many. I think those are like those um, were introduced in like the DLCs, right? I think maybe. Yeah. I didn't play a whole lot of Borderlands Two DLC, so. Yeah, there are some unique guns, um, but uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying though. Like a gun with a story, kind of like it's not just like oh, here's a gun with a unique name, you know? Right. Because, um, but yeah, I, hopefully, I'm just hoping that they've listened to the the fans' feedback over the years, and they're just gonna. You know, take, you know, what, take what works, leave what doesn't work. And it's kind of like I was saying before, like they've been out of like, quote unquote, like for, not trying to make a pun. They've been out of the game for a while. And there's just all these other mm-hmm. leaders that have come along and just innovated the title, not necessarily like turned it on its head, but they've like introduced things that like quality of life things. Like, for example, like one of my favorite things about Destiny is like the infusion thing. It's like, oh, this gun sucks, but it's more powerful, but I hate it. But I have this other gun that's like not as strong but i like it so i can take the power from this and put it into that like if they introduce something like that i feel like that's one thing that you know i feel like they kind of like have to do or something like that because you know it's i don't know because some people are like oh you know just move on to the next thing move on to the next gun some people like to hold on to their guns for a while so <clears throat> i'm hoping they have some kind of like re-roll system something like yeah. that but uh <clears throat> other than that i mean yeah i mean it's looking good so far i mean for just as much as we've seen in the review the revealed trailer I'm hoping traversal is um, kind of more emphasis, not just like the weird like moon jumps. Because <laughs> I mean, those are fun at first, but it's just like, yeah, I would like to see some more traversal, like be able to slide or like double jump even. Yeah, I forgot there wasn't like, double know, jump. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's easy to forget because it seems like you would have double jump in a game yeah. like that. But I think the main yeah. thing they need to change. I mentioned this when we were playing earlier. Is the inventory management? Like you get a new mm-hmm. gun or whatever. And you go into your inventory to see what you got, and it's just there with everything else. Like, it doesn't sort by new or, like, highlight what, you know, what things are new compared to what's old or anything like that. And it's just kind of a clunky interface in general. Um, Mm -hmm. I, on multiple times, like, would switch out the gun instead of uh, picking it up. And then, like, the gun you did have ends up in your inventory with everything else, and you don't remember which one it was. And it's like there's right, too many guns right. for it to be such a messy interface. And too many gun types. Like, I mean, there's seven different element types, I think, with like the slag and, you know, uh, acid and fire and ice and all that kind of stuff. And then there's also mm-hmm. like the snipers and all that. So it's like Destiny, I think, handles that really well because you can switch out weapons super easy for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um Borderlands, mm-hmm. like, I tried to, like, we were fighting a bunch of robots, and so I wanted to switch over to an acid weapon. And I was like, cover me for a second, right. like, ran over into an area, like, pulled up the menu, tried to find the weapon I was looking for from, like, a, basically a single layer, like, drop down, like, you know, you can only see maybe three or four weapons at once. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they don't show the, uh, the, uh, element types on them until you go to them. So there's no easy way to like sort, except unless you sort by element. But then again, that takes time, and it's just mm-hmm. it's not a very visually interesting system. 
So it was built on old hardware. Like, I get that. But we've evolved in seven years or whatever. It's probably made more for, like, console players just with the the size of the tiles Mm -hmm. and everything like that. Just make it visible on a TV screen. I, I get it. But it would be nice, like... For example, just uh, in Skyrim, one of the things I liked about playing Skyrim on PCs, you can do the loadouts. Mm. So it's like if you like hit a button, or you can favorite yeah. stuff. So if you like just hit a button, just swap to this like gun. So we can like this gun favorite in your thing, make it mark a hotkey it or whatever. That was one of those cool things. And like something like that in this sort of game would be really cool. That'd be really yeah, good, well, especially considering all the weapons. It's, you can have like two sets, two or three oh, sets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, it's like I said, they're just going to really have to. Um, <clears throat> be bring the features because they have the art style they have like you have a good engine to work with they have solid shooting mechanics it's just like the more the quality of life stuff at this point because that's going to really make the difference between you know someone choosing to play borderlands or choosing to play destiny or or anthem or whatever other they're not going to choose to play you know, anthem, people like gravitate towards division two <laughs> <laughs> not, not probably not anymore after you know all that's all that's happened but i mean you know maybe there, there's probably there's i'm sure there's a there's still a scene right i still, still have friends on my friends list that play it yeah there you go yeah there you go <laughs> but yeah i'm excited i'm excited for it the new characters look good i'm interested to see what their abilities yeah. are like so plus if they don't do too much to it there's not going to be enough reason for people to play borderlands 3 over you know one two and pre-sequel in 4k like the fact that they're putting all of exactly. those updates out for those old games to kind of like get you ready like, mm-hmm. makes me think that they have to be separating three out. Or they're just going to be reminding people, like, remember how similar these three games play? Here's another one. Because by the time, pre- <laughs> you know, by the time pre-sequel came out, people were kind of burnt <laughs> out, I think. Like, they all felt very samey. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So, I mean, hopefully it's not. that's not the case. Because, I mean, I've heard, you know, before this um, a release trailer, I've heard, you know, Borderlands 3 referred to as... The big one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. That's, I'm hoping that's, that's true because they have you know, they have some competition now, quite a bit. A lot more than they yeah, had before. Sure. So, But we'll have more information on April 3rd, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Speaking of April 3rd, uh, some follow-up. Oh. <laughs> Following up is uh, Borderlands Game of the Year Edition getting updates to the original game. So, low. You get your updates. Yoo-hoo. You get your mini map. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm happy. Yep. And auto oh, pickups. I didn't realize those weren't a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just keep, they uh, work hammering the button in the first yeah. one. Yeah. It's rough. <laughs> it, you either hammer the button or you just do like a long press and, it and like sucks all you... the guns into you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, but yeah, that's rough. Do it dealing with the having to pick up stuff like that is rough. Um Yeah, so I'm happy about that. What else are they? Oh, uh, you're able to lock and label weapons as junk. Ooh. Um That's handy. Yep. Uh they're also adding the DLC to the PSVR version, so that's cool. Mm. And mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. uh also the shift key program. What's going on with this program? So the shift keys, those are interesting. So if you, you can get these uh, codes from Gearbox, they have their uh, respective uh, um, borderland social media, whether it's on Facebook or Twitter. So they'll occasionally post these keys. So you can grab these keys, put them into the game, and it'll give you a golden key. 
right? So in Borderlands 2, there's a, in the main kind of hub town, there's a, a golden chest. So you, guess what? You use the golden key to open the golden chest and you get shit. <laughs> it's, um, you usually get like a higher tier weapon that'll scale to your current level. So it's usually what I like to do is I'll like hoard a bunch of keys and then just like open the, the thing every couple of levels or so, like when my weapons are starting to feel kind of stale. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, this, is, this is a cool feature that they're adding because it's just kind of like a way to just get a get a badass gun. Just, you know, and just by following them on social media, putting in a code, <clears throat> it's probably their way to just keep people engaged and stuff too. It just, it seems like a really interesting addition to make for a game so old also, you know? But hey, I mean, it's, it's I'm assuming it's something that, you know, the fans have asked for. Um one thing I noticed that is not on here, though, is the uh, I didn't see anything about FOV sliders, and I feel like that should be a thing, too. But I guess we'll just have to see. I'm sure Maybe there's there. stuff we don't know. Maybe there's stuff that hasn't been announced. Yeah, I'm sure. Like That's one of, like, one of the biggest complaints about the, the damn FOV. And you had to like go through like hoops in order to change it. It, was, like, oh, yeah. it wasn't like an easy thing. You have to edit so. any files? Yeah, actually, with Borderlands um, 1, it's like not even that. You have to like go into like the... Uh, <clears throat> the input files and you have to designate like a, you have to designate a hotkey for the FOV that you want. So you have to say huh. like make, you have to like bind FOV like 90 uh, or 95 to F9 or something. Wow. There's no, you can't just go into the console and just FOV. You can't go into it's, the any it's file crazy. and just like <laughs> FOV equals Yeah, it's 100. crazy. No, that's nuts. No, it's not that, not for Borderlands 1 anyways, and it's it's a drag, but <laughs> it's an old game. It's an older game. It was made for, <clears throat> meant to like, made more for like TVs and stuff like that back in the day. It was, it was definitely like a game geared towards like console players, but yeah. hopefully we'll get that FOV slider because that'd be cool. That'd be great. My favorite thing is that this is being called <laughs> the Game of the Year edition. Right. Uh, <laughs> like nine years after its release. <laughs> awkward <laughs> i think there's already technically a game of the year edition on uh the lat one of the last gen consoles too i think it was 360 maybe i don't know i don't, I don't know it's real goofy but um it is goofy <laughs> but like <laughs> uh but hey whatever i can't complain we're getting an update for a very old very good game, yeah exactly so. and i was just reading that i think it's supposed to be on gog right now for like five bucks so i might just do that and then get the free Ooh. update <laughs> there you go there you yeah. go cool but can you play with steam friends on gog yeah you just redeemed the steam code okay okay i mean i'll double check you that, say so but... yeah because I know they have some. Sometimes Gog is a little weird about. That. Oh, I know. Like I think yeah. that. Well, you mm-hmm. had issues with that on No Man's Sky, didn't you? Was that Gog? Um, it was. It, that was just. That was when they added the uh, multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I guess it came to the Gog version like much, much later. I think it's added now. But but yeah, they don't always receive the updates at the same time. So I think that. I don't know. That might be an issue at some point, but I don't know. It's oh, is like it its own launcher? Like a, I thought it was just one of those where like they give you a key. It is its own launcher. There are some games, launcher, though. Yeah. Oh, never mind then. <clears throat> there are some games that you can redeem if you have it in your GOG library. You can redeem it on Steam and actually like play it in Steam. Some games mm. are like that. Not all of them. So I don't know if this is going to be one of them. It's we'll, yeah. we'll just have to see. wait and yeah. see. But yeah. I'll see if it's elsewhere. Uh, Another another yeah. quick thing about GOG is that Warcraft 2 and uh, Warcraft 1 are on there now. And if you want to play the multiplayer, mm-hmm. you have to go 
into like the classic version and like open up ports and stuff and like log into Battle.net. It's <laughs> old school. Yeah, there's a lot of old school shit about that. Like I I wish they had a better system or did the work to like update the the multiplayer for those games. Integrate it into the actual Battle.net maybe? Like <laughs> Yeah, it's just Blizzard didn't want to deal with uh the work on it. So they're like, "Here, Gog, you do it." And Gog's like, "Okay, we'll just leave the old shit in." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's um, plenty of um, players out there that are like yes they didn't mess with my game sweet you know there but definitely are also at the same time ports like who wants to do that anymore <laughs> right exactly yeah. I don't know man I don't know I hate forwarding ports it's one of my least favorite things to do I'm like <laughs> it's like hey there's multiplayer cool yeah yeah you got to forward port stuff nah well I don't know guys uh, let's play something else <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, mm. keeping up with the Borderlands news is that Borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel are also getting 4K texture packs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all this stuff is going to be free downloads for people that already have it. Yeah, just um, just a little side note. Um, the reason I posted that particular article is because it's just this one sentence or a couple of sentences with some extra details. It's It says the pack won't just include um, textures, though. It'll add extra graphic touches like high resolution dynamic shadows, improved screen space, ambient occlusion, better anti-aliasing, and I'm assuming a couple other things. So it sounds like they're kind of optimizing the game a little bit and just sort of uh, improving it just uh, as far as like some of the post-processing stuff. So that's yeah. neat. That's cool. It's not like just a straight texture pack. So I wish my computer like detected my TV was HDR because mm. I don't think it does. Oh. It has HDR mm. available on it and it's 4K. But I can't like do anything with it. It kind of sucks. Weird. My monitor yeah, we... is when it's connected through DisplayPort, which is why I got a DisplayPort for it. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and it auto detects that. So okay. maybe I mean maybe it's because it's a TV connected to a computer. Yeah, with uh, it's it's connected via display to HDMI. So. Oh. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it's because I have it so that it. It's like one screen, so one in three are the same. So maybe that's why. But yeah, the only thing that plays hmm. HDR in 4K is my Xbox One S. So yeah, I see. Yeah. Interesting. Um, that's a bummer. I I just wanted to bring that up because I actually just booted up Assassin's Creed Odyssey <clears throat> to spend my UPlay coins before hmm. they expire. And it's like, oh, hey, nice. your TV has HDR. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably use this. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Alright. Risk of Rain 2. Mm, is mm-hmm. a... Did you guys play the first one? Looking good. No. no. Neither did I. I heard about it, though. <laughs> but they're doing a cool I thing went back and ch- where to... if it's... Uh, it's currently on sale for 20 bucks, and if you buy a copy before March 30th. Most people won't know this. Before oh. March 30th, then you get an additional <laughs> one for free. Uh, so just buy cool. one, get one free sale right now, and that's neat. But I'm still not going to buy it, because I don't care. Right. You're just looking for someone for to give you a days, copy, but... that's all. I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, for the longest time, cool I'm, I'm calling him out. Lengthy <laughs> Informer, for the longest time, said he was going to get me a copy of Risk of Rain, because he had an extra from a friend. <laughs> still don't own that game. This is like two years oh. ago. <laughs> oh, um, did you call him out on this before too? I feel I like you did. Have. You might have. Yeah. Well, you know. Now the sequel's out, so I'm definitely <laughs> calling him out. 
here's a here's a, great, there's probably a reason why he hasn't given you the coffee because like uh, Canadian Steam games don't work with Americans now for some reason. What? Yeah, there's like a weird thing where you can't like buy games mm. or give games to Americans now. Was it that way two years ago? That's dumb. Uh, I think so. Actually, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. There's a it, it, ever since our dollar has shit the bucket. It's been. I mean, like, like it was a it was a key. Like he already had the key. It wasn't okay, buying so maybe, it for Yeah. Him. Okay. Uh, maybe that will work then. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's oh, why no. I can't buy you guys games because I'm like, well, I can't buy games for other people. <laughs> That's stupid. Too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Steam just doesn't like money, I guess. <sighs> I guess. <laughs> no, it's all the shit with VATs and. <sighs> right. I make invoices for work now for other countries, so I have to make like I have to use Ooh. VATs and stuff, and it's weird. I don't like it. Mm. I don't even know what a VAT is, but I make them. <laughs> I don't know what it stands for. <laughs> I don't, it's some tax thing. It's like, yeah, it's like it's like a yeah, it's like a tax thing. Uh, Breath of the Wild co-developer hiring for another Zelda project. Oh, Monolith Soft, who also made the Xenoblade games recently. Um, so they're known for like open world games, basically. They're known for mm, anime. Mm. Sure, <laughs> but they they did co-develop Breath of the Wild, mostly the open world elements, like the you know, the world building. Mm-hmm. Um, they helped with a lot of that. Um, they also helped with Skyward Sword in similar ways, um, mm-hmm. in artistic mm-hmm. and like kind of landscaping things like that. Um, so theories are that this is going to be a kind of a Majora's Mask style sequel to Breath of the Wild. And Monolith Soft is kind of like building that new, you know, those new elements of the world. Because it'll probably be the same map. Um, I assumed this game was going to be released this year, honestly. Like, when they first were talking about a Zelda sequel, I was like, they're going to put that out like a year later. But now we've already got the Link's Awakening <laughs> remake and uh, Cadence of Hyrule this year. So they can afford to put a Zelda game off until next year. But if they're just now hiring for <laughs> world building stuff... It's hard to say if this would even be out next year. Right. Nintendo started hiring for a Zelda project last year. So I'm sure that was like the early coding and development stuff. And this is just like, hey, mm-hmm. let's help build this world. But that's still going to be, I mean, a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, well, again, we can't really talk about your job, but. You were on like a year long contract for QA. Like, that is just the QA part. Mm-hmm. So, to think like developing a game and releasing it in a year, that's unrealistic. Right. Which is kind of a bummer. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I would assume we're going to get a Zelda title next year. And if it's not like the next main entry, then it'd be another spinoff, like a Skyward Sword remake or something. Um, so, hmm. fine. Like, Skyward Sword could be a lot better <laughs> if they remade it. Yeah. But I think they need to actually remake it, not just, like, do a graphical upgrade. They need to, like, remake it in the Breath mm. of the Wild engine and actually make it, like, a connected <clears throat> world and all this. You know, they'd have to fundamentally change the game, basically. Mm. And I don't mm. see that happening. So I'm not sure I'd care, even if they made it. <laughs> but I want to know what this is. 
That's for sure. I doubt it's the mobile game they're talking about. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Right. But definitely another open world Zelda game. I think we can pretty much assume that. Uh, Going from one open world to another, Minecraft updates, removes the mentions of Notch, the game's creator, from the splash screen. He was just another notch on their belt. <laughs> nice. I guess Ben doesn't like notch for some oh, reason. Oh, notch is a piece of shit. Like notch for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't like him. <laughs> I don't really follow like I don't follow like the the tale of notch, so I don't really know how. All I know is that he's so a big That's a really that's about it. Oh well, I don't like him either. Now. <laughs> He's one of those those guys that really likes his hashtag hot takes, and they're never good. Mm. They're always controversial, but he won't stop doing them. He's a mega man. What? (laughs) Mega. Oh, mega. I thought you said mega. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Um. But yeah, he. his name has only been removed from the splash screen. It's still in the credits, so... Well, they uh, have to credit like a, the author, I mean... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it seems yeah. like a whole do about <laughs> nothing to me. It is a change. Like, it's basically removing the fact that he is a major part. Because people aren't going to make it to the credits. That's where they have to leave him. But if they can take out as much reference to him as possible, that's still kind of a big deal when he made the game and sold it to Microsoft. Mm. He's not the only one that made that mm. game. No, I know. But, like, he's the the known creator. They could have put Dinnerbone on there. He's, at least to me, he's just well as known. But mm. maybe not. Fair. My favorite thing in this article is the, the tweet that's like, uh, uh, who, who, who made this game? No one. <laughs> it came from space. <laughs> it came from Microsoft. Mm. Like Minecraft is just a thing that exists now. No one thinks about who it make who made it, like where it came from or right. <laughs> it's just Minecraft. It's just this thing. Like it's children <laughs> were born into Minecraft. It's true. That's very true. There's like six or seven year olds that don't know a time before it and it's all they play. Dude, there's like twelve mm-hmm. year olds. Is it that I old? Like that. It's got to be over is 10 it? years. I mean, man. like, modern... Like, Minecraft oh. is a very different beast in the beginning. <clears throat> but it still blew up. Uh, yeah. I remember when it was first... I remember when it was first, like, a thing. And it was like, oh, my, one of my friends was like, oh, you should try this Minecraft game. I remember it was like, oh, like... I think it was, like, really, like, like stupidly low price. It was like a dollar mm-hmm. or two, something like that. I'm like, okay, sure, I'll try it. And then I played <laughs> it for a while. I'm like, nah, this will never catch on. And then I never played it again. I think it might, oh, I think it might be, I like, was. 10 years old now. <laughs> hmm. Really? It must be. Well, yeah, I guess it... Because I was in... Uh, in an apartment... In college, in like 2009, maybe, and yeah, I had just kind of heard, I was like, you know, you need to get into this. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's, I guess <laughs> I'll try it just like, just to play with people. And it was, I mean, it was very different back then, but yeah, yeah. it's over 10 years old. It has to be. Oh, the, uh, the official yeah. release date is May 17th, 2009, but I must've played the version that came out in like 2008. Probably. Yeah. Because I remember it was like it was still like browser based or something when I played it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 
We're old. Yeah, that's a that's an old ass game. Yeah, yeah. we're old. <laughs> we are. Reminiscent to the early days of Minecraft. Remember just hanging out before a lecture, yeah. just in the halls <laughs> of university, just totally digging some grass and then getting a little rock and making an axe. And... <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Wait, what? <laughs> Back in my day, we had to build snow blocks two miles uphill both ways. Back in my day, there were no snow blocks. <laughs> <laughs> it was just water, water everywhere. Just water and lava. <laughs> Water and love. Well, Grandpa, your life is crazy. <laughs> uh, speaking of some old games, mm. Jedi Knight meets Metal Gear, Sol- Metal Gear Rising Revengeance in an action RPG called Warlander. To be clear, this is uh, a new yes. game. Yes, it's just the concepts yeah. of those games <laughs> in one game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome. <clears throat> it does. The first game from a new developer uh, out of uh, somewhere weird serbia wow hmm. Hmm. well you don't hear a lot of studios out of serbia <clears throat> no you don't. i don't mean the country <laughs> itself is weird <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah i mean it has a noticeably like indie look to it like it's not you know high quality yeah. 3d or anything yeah it kind of looks like like a hd remake or remaster, I should say, like Legacy of Kane. That's a good, oh, like, that's that's a good way to put it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. obviously, that was a PS1 game. It looks like garbage now. But this <laughs> looks like what we remember Legacy of Kane looking like. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. it's very pretty, <laughs> but it's not, you know, AAA. It is. By any means. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. got a really cool style. I love the beam sword. Like, as long mm-hmm. as the combat's good. I mean,. Yeah. It's a first game, and it's good enough to be heavily promoted all over the place. Right. Yeah, that's where it meets the uh, the Metal Gear Rising part, is the the accurate um, sword slashing stuff. Oh, yeah. The decapitation. Yeah, Yeah, like cutting people through in different areas. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of hoping it strikes that, like, Zelda kind of Darksiders vibe, more so than just, like, a traditional hack and slash adventure game i can't really tell right now yeah yeah it'd be nice to have some kind of like platforming yeah. or some sort of like more interactions with the environment stuff like that things to like kind of break up like exactly. the combat and things final fantasy 15 studio begins work on a new triple a game final fantasy 15 director Ooh. illuminates us on dev's next project should we even talk transition. about it it won't come out for like another 10 years it's is it Final Fantasy fifteen too? <laughs> it's for sure Final Fantasy sixteen. Like I don't think there's any doubt about that. They're not going to make anything else yeah, in the Final yeah. Fantasy fifteen universe since the main guy left. Since they beat that dead mm-hmm. horse, but it's going to be on that same engine, so it should come out a lot faster. Maybe you oh, know, cool. five to six cool. years instead of ten. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I also don't really like that engine very much. It's very pretty. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. But it like Kingdom Hearts 3 used it too, and it's just kind of all over the place. Hmm. It's kind of like taking all those different styles of those movies and trying to make something out of it. Yeah. I just mean like gameplay-wise. It's all over the place. It's okay. very floaty, 
And, like, the attacks don't really feel mm-hmm. like they hit that hard. And I don't know. Sure. I'm just a crotchety old man that misses the, the AAA uh, turn-based RPG days. Because <laughs> we still get turn-based RPGs, but they're not the AAA titles. Except Dragon Quest Eleven. You know what? You're right. Yeah. You have a point there. I remember back... Well, no, Dragon <laughs> Quest Eleven and Persona when... 5. Those are both fairly AAA. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There's not no. many, though. There's not like a... I feel like... I don't know. I just remember back in the day, it was like, oh, Final Fantasy mm-hmm. VII, play this game. It's great. Everyone should know about it. Yeah, the like, PS1 oh, era? Cool, cool, I guess I should play it. Yeah. 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 I remember those commercials even still. Crazy. <laughs> Speaking of oh, uh, back in my day, Streets of Rage 4. That's a new game. Ah, the yeah, Streets, of, Streets Rage of Rage series. I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lo, go ahead. Gush uh, over your streets. Yeah, it's, there's, there's not too much to this article. It just shows um, <clears throat> a little bit more of the actual gameplay. Showing off some more of the art style, some of this great sprite work that has been um, that we're uh, that we're in, that has that they have in store for us. So also a nice thing is a uh, nice thing that returns to the series is uh, juggling. You're able to juggle enemies. So like if you know we're beating up people on the streets and I punch a guy up in the air, like you know one of you guys can jump in, kick him, knock him back towards me. We can just sort of you know it's like a, it's like a fun <laughs> game. It's a game it's within volleyball, a game, but of. with people. So, <clears throat> yeah, but you know the game's still looking pretty good. And um, there is um, some artwork that has two silhouetted characters in the background. I'm assuming one of them has a guitar because there's a silhouette. Yeah, it looks like a also. guitar. And the other guy looks like some kind of bionic dude. I'm kind of hoping they bring back some of the classic characters, but <clears throat> I don't know. Either way, it, it'll be a fun beat-em-up game. Um, I'm hoping they just have more playable characters because I don't see any reason why you know they couldn't. But again, that's just going to be more sprite work for them to do, but... I don't know. It's it's uh it's still it's still coming along, and I'm just looking yeah. forward to it. So I like the art style. Would I never play it? Yeah, the art style is really cool, really cool. But yeah, it's it's a beat 'em up, so it's not every, yeah it's not everyone's uh, yeah. cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. all right. Oh, this is yeah. I'm not getting involved transitioning. Just uh, some sad news here. EA lays off 350 employees in marketing, publishing, and operations divisions. Ah, damn you, EA. I mean, not to make too much of a joke, but they're really bad at marketing, so apparently those people Roll. aren't doing their job anyway. <laughs> Ouch. Jeez. Ah, they are. <laughs> I mean... 9,000-person company. He's got a point. Wow. it's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, but that's still a pretty substantial amount for one, like, one run of firings. Yeah. Right. That's a lot of people losing their jobs. Damn. Yeah. I think it said uh, 4%. 4% of the company was fired all at once. Damn. Jeez. <laughs> Man, like, like I, don't even, I don't even know what to say to that. That's, that's crazy. I'm sure it's part of, like, a downsizing attempt because these do sound like, I mean... No disrespect, I work in communications, I know th- these positions. It sounds like downsizing the uh, the non-essential employees. Um, mm. you know, uh, specifically Japan mm. and Russia. Yeah, signs of change, like publishing. You don't have to worry about that as much when everything's digital. Um, mm-hmm. Marketing, I already made a joke about that, but really their their marketing has not been great. So maybe they don't find that important. 
Um, mm-hmm. and operations can be literally anything on the, you know, on the behind the scenes stuff. I'm sure they're just going to overload everyone else more. Like, EA is garbage. Do we really care? <laughs> like, I feel bad for all these people. It really sucks. But hopefully they'll find better companies to work for. Yeah. Um, let me get into something a little bit lighter. State of Play from Sony. So they had their first State Ooh. of Play, guys. The Sony yeah. Direct? Yeah, Sony Direct. Eh, that's kind of doing a disservice to Nintendo Directs, because those are better. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I was just... You know what I was... You know what I'm getting at. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did, I did... Just the pro tip for everyone out there. Like, whenever I do these shows, I never watch or read any of this news. So... <laughs> He likes to keep things really? fresh. <laughs> what a what a great pro tip. Pro tip, be totally unprepared for your own show. Yep. Uh yeah, the only thing that I really know that came out of this was um Iron Man VR and the uh, No Man's Sky VR, which I'm interested in. I I kind of want to So much try VR. Yeah, this presentation was like 90% VR. And then a new Mortal Kombat hey, Five Nights at Freddy's VR. Oh, there's Mortal Kombat stuff? Yeah. Well, it's just a new trailer. It's uh, later it's like on. There's some on Days Gone. Um, ben put it in there. But, oh, yeah, and they showed, mm-hmm. they actually had a pretty good, like, kind of deep dive of Concrete Genie. That, like, uh, the, mm. I was going to say confetti, uh, graffiti game. <laughs> uh, that actually made mm. it look like a game instead of just a tech demo. But, I mean, I don't care about it cool. personally, but it seems like a cool game. Like, you know, kind of yeah. on the exclusive indie Archive side, cool. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was mostly VR. And not even that great of looking VR. I don't know. I feel like this is going to be where they, like, dump their non-essential stuff. Like, kind of how they've done, like, the, the PSX pre-show and things like that, where they put all their VR and indies mm. and stuff. This is going to be that. Mm-hmm. Now. So, mm. stuff for me to look at. Probably. Even though you didn't watch it. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> right, exactly. But, like, Nintendo Directs are big things. Like, that's where they make all their big announcements now. This felt like mm-hmm. second-tier Sony, like, we just have to announce these somewhere things. Yeah. Uh, mm. Sony will also stop retailers from selling PS4 download codes this starting April. gross. Basically, stores like GameStop and stuff like that can't sell actual codes for games. They can only sell, like, the, the currency cards. And yeah. physical titles, obviously. That is so nonsensical. Yeah. There's not really any reason. <laughs> What's They're cutting out yeah, the middleman, you know? Like, so if GameStop getting that money, they get it. Yeah. But there's nothing good about doing it. Like, there's, this isn't good press. No. Like, there's no positive spin on this. Right. <laughs> it just makes them look bad. So what's the point? Is it really worth the bottom line of making themselves look bad? They're already yes. not great in people's minds. One of my friends who's been like an avid Sony fanboy, like as long as he's been a Nintendo fanboy, uh, said that he was thinking of selling his, his PS4 Pro and getting an Xbox One X because he just doesn't really care about Sony anymore. Wow. Like, that's insane to me. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I know I know some people out there they love their Sony too. So I mean if he's any if it's anything like what I'm thinking then that that is a yeah. statement, <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> Especially since like consoles oh, are coming right around the corner, right? You know. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I haven't really cared about mine. Like, I like it for the exclusives, but I don't really boot it up aside from that. The stuff I already mm-hmm. own on it, cool. Things I can only get on it, fine, I guess. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. These days, yeah. if I can get something on PC or Switch, I will. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I, I play my... The, <laughs> the way that I play my games is PC and then... PS4, then Xbox, and then Switch. Like, oh no, not even Switch. 3DS mm. and then Switch. What? Yeah, I barely play my Switch. Really? I've been thinking of selling it recently because apparently there's going to be some new ones coming out mm. sometime. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll sell it and then upgrade and sell it to Bob. My Switch. He's got some money coming in. <laughs> yeah, nice steady money. <laughs> yeah, I'll ship it to you. Uh yeah, so where's that story for the the new Switch stuff? Yeah, all right. Oh, Nintendo allegedly yeah. set to release two new Switch models. Uh, report by Wall Street Journal claims Nintendo has enhanced variant of the Switch in development, bolstered with features targeted at added video gamers. This will be joined by a cheaper option of the console for casual players, with the intent of acting as a successor for the 3DS. So the enhanced version repeat, uh, reportedly won't be as powerful as PS4 Pro or Xbox One X. Uh, the more casual-focused console will drop functions from the standard Switch, such as controller vibration, in order to cut costs. Hmm. Seems like a, a mistake when some games like actively use the vibration, but you know, right. like Mario Party mini game, like you wouldn't be able to play oh. Mario Party on it. <laughs> That's a plus then. Well, fair. But it, <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be catered to games like that. But yeah. they would probably have to put new labels on there that say, like, you know, requires HD rumble and things like that, mm. which is kind of mm. unnecessary. <clears throat> but I think this all sounds great. Like, the main things I want from a new Switch is the ability to be 1080p on docked or undocked. Um, I, don't need, I don't need 4K mm-hmm. or anything. I think that's unnecessary at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah. And a steady 1080p, 60 frames a second, when docked. Because we get some rough frame rates yeah. on some of these games already. And if they're trying to future-proof this thing, they need it to be a little bit above and beyond so that now it can always mm-hmm. hit 60. And in the future, they can get mm-hmm. between 30 mm-hmm. and 60. But it should never go under. <clears throat> Those regular like third-party mm-hmm. port-type games that go under. Uh, most of the things made by Panic Button are good. Like They do a good job. But, um, mm-hmm. like the eShop garbage performs pretty badly. And then get rid of that mm-hmm. bezel on the handheld. Like, make it. Oh, yeah. It would probably only be, like, maybe an 8 inch screen, but it would just make it look a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the big old fat black bezel. It's right. Because kind of... you wouldn't have to make the <laughs> device itself bigger at all. It'd just stretch the screen out a little bit, and it would make all the difference. And then the other device could still be a 7-inch screen, but smaller. Like, the actual thing itself would be smaller, because it would be catering more to portable. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be perfect. You have a 7-inch, smaller, uh, like, portable-only switch with no dock, no docking abilities, um, controllers that don't disconnect, and probably, like, no, like, IR sensor and things like that. Um, and then the mm-hmm. higher end one that maybe has a slightly redesigned Joy-Con 
feel to it, something a little more premium, um, bigger screen, higher resolution output on that screen, and just a little beefier. Like I was saying, to get the new Tegra chip in there, um, like the the newest generation one that came out like right around the time the Switch came out, and people were kind of speculating, like we know it's on Tegra hardware. Is it going to be the old one or the new one? Turns out it was the old one from like two years ago. So now it's like four years old. Um, even just putting the last Tegra, which is now two years old, would still like demolish the old performance and not be too expensive because it'd be about the same as what the old Tegra was when the Switch came out. So it'd make a lot of sense just to do that generational jump. They could probably do better if they wanted, mm-hmm. but I would see them just doing the generational jump. Um, because that Tegra was like, uh, it wasn't quite PS4 levels. Wait, sorry, no, it was PS4 levels. It wasn't like PS4 Pro levels. Um, because at the time mm-hmm. they were speculating that if they used that Tegra in the Switch, like at launch, it would be like on par with the PS4 and Xbox One. But they didn't, mm-hmm. so they've had to have this, you know, this panic button team porting everything over for them, like probably super expensive porting costs. That they're footing to get all these games mm-hmm. on their system. You have to weigh the pros and cons there. Like, keep the team. They still need them. But they can get a lot more day and date ports and things like that. Um, instead of like Wolfenstein mm-hmm. and Doom that came, you know, years later. Uh, or months later, I guess, in Wolfenstein's case. Um, but I think the sequel is also coming later, as is Doom Eternal. Um, and then, well, no, they'd still have to, because they'd still be supporting the old model. So they'd still need the team to... Dang it. That sucks mm-hmm. whenever you're working with old hardware, too. Because they have to be able to cater to the you know the more portable one and the old model as well as the new one. So it'd just be a PS4, PS4 Pro situation where you're catering to two levels of, of uh, hardware specs. But whatever. Point is, I want a new one. That's beefier. <laughs> I don't care about anyone else. Uh, yeah. Uh, or the Rings Golem video game uh, in the works from German studio. What, what is this? Data Lift. <laughs> did Ben put this in here? No, I did. I just don't know oh. what it is. It's stupid. Alright, it's a Golem <laughs> video game. Yeah. The what is this was more like hyperbolic or metaphorical whatever rhetorical that's the thing yeah um it's supposed to follow since you didn't read this i'm sure it's supposed to follow uh golem like before he became a gross little thing like basically right after he got the ring Mm. kind of his like deterioration um into like schizophrenia and stuff like that and my favorite thing is like a quote from the developers um about why this game makes sense to make it doesn't, by the way. Spoilers. Um, it's a stupid <laughs> idea. Uh, it said... Crap, hold on. Where is it? I lost it. Uh... Was I reading something else? Our goal was to present a storytelling experience. No, here it is. I got it. Four years ago. You don't have to vamp. I got it. Uh, it said you already have that big conflict on the character, two voices talking to you continuously, which means there's a good reason for the, there are decisions to make in the game, the Smeagol decisions or the Gollum decisions. <laughs> They're like, 
We got this idea. This is exactly what we pitched. Okay, everyone loves choices in their games. So, we can make that split by, like, good so and evil. So let's take the character that has schizophrenia. Right. Like, that. That that's it. They're like, we gotta make more Lord of the Rings stuff. And we have this character that naturally has choices built into his character. It's stupid. <laughs> this could go really badly. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not a fighter or he's anything. Too- not right. even that, but, like, the whole thing of, like, the two different voices in his head and schizophrenia. Like, how are they going to yeah. handle that? Nobody no. handles that well. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't expect uh, the Germans to handle that well, either. No. I can, I can say that because I'm half German. So. Mm. so that makes it okay. <laughs> yeah, it makes it okay. <laughs> uh, and last news story is Persona 5 The Royal is announced. There's going to be new news coming April 24th, but Persona 5 The Royal. Or Persona cool. 5R. Yay, a new Persona! So, like a while back we mentioned that there was um, like trademarks for Persona 5R and 5S, right? Did we say that? And like something else. I don't know. There was news about it. I don't I know if we so. talked about it. Because I don't know anything about Persona 5. That's the problem. Or Persona, really, in general. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure there was a bunch of trademarks for different Persona games. And, like, they announced this one without anything for the Switch, even though we've got Joker coming to Smash before the end of April. Oh, the S is going right. to stand for the Switch version. So, yeah, I'm thinking that additional mm. news on, Mar- mm. on April 24th. We're going to get more on this, and then we're also going to get a Persona 5S announcement for Switch, like, available now. Ah. And then we're going, they're going to end it with a Joker trailer for Smash. Hmm. I'm going to put some Nintendo stuff in it, because that's what they always do. Right. So I think April 24th is either going to be, like, a big, you know, Persona Direct type thing, like Atlas just doing a conference or something, and announcing Persona all these Day. things. Or what? Persona Day. Yeah. Unleash your Persona today. Or it'll be... <laughs> well, no, it wouldn't be a Nintendo Direct because it wouldn't be like a, a PlayStation exclusive thing during a Nintendo Direct. But I could see P5S and uh, uh, Joker for Smash being announced on Nintendo Direct. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, when you get these things split like that, all of these things coming before the end of April. Yeah. I also don't really care. I might get Persona if it came to Switch, <laughs> but probably not. It's a good-ass JRPG, man. Yeah, but I'm all, I'm going to get Dragon Quest Eleven when it comes to Switch, but that's not till fall. So it depends on when it's coming, if I would get it or not. Persona's like Pokemon, but cooler. I don't think you understand how cool Pokemon is. I, th- I think <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Justin, where can the people find you? They can find me on Twitter, YouTube, and soon Twitch. Um, if they look up Zero Score, um, I have a video out currently on my YouTube channel about uh, why the new Zelda spinoff game Cadence of Hyrule is important for Nintendo, and I'm pretty happy mm. with it. Um, it's kind of one of those, like, I just had an opinion and wanted to share it, so it's, like, audio-only with stuff over it. Um, mm-hmm. But I like how it turned out, and I had some fun little bits in there that I played around yeah. with. 
Uh, so check that out if you get a chance. It hasn't gotten enough love, and it makes me sad. Aw. Lo. I think Lo is gone. Did he die? It looks like it. He might have died. Uh, you can find Lo if you go to places <laughs> uh, and search Nero the Hero, either with numbers or without your N3-R-O-T-H-E. choice. N3-R-O-T-H-E. H-E-E. Nope, H3-R-0. It's yeah, zero, not O. H3RO. H3R0. O. O is a letter. Yeah, but O is also a, a number. Yeah, but how do you, you distinguish between them? Exactly. That's a good point. You have point. to say it's a number. He's been saying it for the past two years, okay? I'm just copying what he says. Well, maybe that's why no one's finding him. <laughs> I also don't... I'm sure people are. Um... <laughs> I also don't talk about my mm. underscore, so we're all bad at this. I'm the only one with an actual uh, handle that works. I'll work your handle. I guess, I guess marvelous, marvelous. Uh, yeah, marvelous like is a good one. Yeah. That's a good handle. I like. Lo, are you back? I don't know. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. It was weird because I could still hear you guys, but you couldn't hear me all of a sudden. So it's like, oh, he's gone. I'm like, no, I'm still here. And there's like, no, yeah, he's gone. No, I'm still here. <laughs> it was like being a ghost. <laughs> you got snapped, Don't son. ignore me. <laughs> I did. I got snapped for a second. I'm back, though. I'm cool. Um, cool. Anyways, you guys can find me on Twitter at Nero the Hero, N3R0, T-H-E-H-3R0. You can also find See, me on YouTube. Zeros. Yeah, zero. <laughs> now, now he does because he's aware of it. What? No, I've always like, said the zero. Yeah. Listen to any of our episodes. I am hyper aware of zeros in the wild. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're friends. <laughs> you can also find me on YouTube if you just type in Nero the Hero with letters. Um, you can also find me here on Charge Shot. I'm going to be not doing any gaming shit because reasons. And I'm you sort of bitter about it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have a few more weeks. You're right. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just soon. I'm just gonna be making a shift as far as the focus of things. We'll we'll find we'll figure we'll figure something out. No big deal. I'll still be here. We gotta continue our Batman watch along. Ooh. <laughs> we still have to watch the Mortal Kombat movies now that the games are almost out. Yes, game. Yeah, it's April. Out. Yes, yeah. yeah, absolutely. We're putting that off, but we gotta do it now. <laughs> yep. And you can find me, your host Thomas, on Twitter. CSG Thomas on Twitter. I'm still on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, Thomas Reese. My name is out there somewhere. I don't know why I plug you my Facebook. I never do. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I'm half wondering you're going to cut that. <laughs> it's on the YouTube version. I can't cut it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can also find me at charshot.com. All of our social links are there. You can also find our Discord. Come hang out. Talk about games. And you can also email me, thomas at charshot.com. And you can review the show on iTunes, Stitcher, all the other places that you find your uh, podcast. That's what that's what this is. Yeah, podcast. that's what this is called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so until then, guys, enjoy your games. Good night. Bye. Bye.